Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new perspectives from varying skill range. I am the rope that binds us all together. Andrew, with me, the one who loves to bring up the past, Liz. Hey, guys. And the one who doesn't know the difference between a bind-off and a slipknot, our returning guest, Dave. Hey, everybody. You know, you said slipknot, and I immediately thought of the band. (laughs) I know. I probably should have picked a different yarning, uh, uh, yarning, knotting, knitting term. I don't know why I keep saying yarning term because it's not a thing. But Keith is on vacation, so Dave was kind enough to come back and join us again. And this week we played Unravel by Coldwood Interactive. This is a game that has been brought to you over by EA Play. So Unravel, you play a small little character made out of yarn whose name is Yarny. And you are essentially going through and trying to find out like the past history of a family that has kind of gone their separate ways. But Unravel is a 2D puzzle platformer. So going around, Dave is the guest. I want you to. I want to hear from you. Was this a game or pass for you? It was a game. I think it was fun to play, and um, I thought the environments were beautiful, especially um, you know, it was an Xbox One game. So it, it was a game for me. Um, my kids also liked watching it, so it was something that everyone could kind of enjoy. Oh yeah, this character is incredibly adorable. I feel like this is like right up for any kids. My wife thought it was creepy, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, the character can get eaten and drown and stuff, though. I mean, his head looks like a pierogi. I mean, you can't blame creatures wanting to eat him. Oh, okay. Well, I feel bad for being the negative Nancy of this episode. Sorry if anyone's name is Nancy out there. <laughs> It's a pass for me. just covered all our Nancy listeners. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Write in if your name's Nancy. Uh, I hate to give it a pass, but the two main things that I just... I'm trying to find the right word, you know? I wasn't too keen on. You were like angry at this game. (laughs) The gameplay and the story. So for me, I looking at it, it's really cute. I was also like... (laughs) I felt like I played it the wrong time of day as well, and it just made me so grumpy. <laughs> Were you hungry? What? Were you hungry? No, I think I was just grumpy. It was like late, you know, and I was tired, and uh, I couldn't really figure out a save feature so that you could like just quit mid-run. I mean, it had like if you died, you would go back, but it wouldn't. It doesn't save mid-run, and so I would like have to finish it. And they're really not that long, but I just, like, I hate that feature, and I always felt like I was stuck finishing the level. This game has the two gameplays that I think you hate the most, and that's platforming and puzzles. (laughs) You're generally not a fan of either of those genres, so I I think it's understandable you didn't like this game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So for me, it's a game as well. Uh, It's... Not, it's not a must game. Uh, I mean, it's it's very slow. The nice thing about Unravel, I think this game is incredibly relaxing. I didn't find the puzzles too difficult. The music, I think, is really good. It's just a relaxing kind of game. Unless you're Liz. For this, this is very stressful for her. So, <laughs> I, so I think, if you're someone like Liz, then you probably would find it relaxing. I think I can see where Liz is coming from, though. So we can talk about it when we get to it. Yeah. So, as I said beginning, the overall story is, it starts off with this old woman, you know, who kind of is in this little old cottage. It's in the Scandinavian countryside, so it's just kind of in the middle of nowhere, and, you know, she ends up dropping a ball of yarn, which ends up forming into this little creature called Yarny. And you are essentially going through the house and visiting past memories, and kind of seeing, you know, these happy memories that this family enjoyed. 
and you're progressing through time as you're going to each type of memory and you know eventually they kind of get a little dark and, and dreary did you guys care for the story? I mean, Liz already said she clearly didn't like it. Well, what I didn't care for is the fact that, I mean, so I'm going to say right off the bat, I did not finish the game, okay? <laughs> I put the time into it that I have to, and I, I put more time into it than I have to, okay? I, I, I wasn't lazy about it. <laughs> but for me, I didn't like that I wasn't getting more of the story. You know, you get these, like, they look like real photos. Yeah. I'm assuming they're real photos of the people that developed it. Mm. and. Some, I think, were, but some definitely aren't. But, so for me, my issue is I'm not getting the context as I'm playing. And so it almost felt like they were making the games for themselves and not for the gamer. And so for me, I just felt like I was missing out. I, I totally see where you're coming from. It, it's, it's, I'm it's, waiting it's, for a butt. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually do kind of agree with you. I think overall, that like, I don't think the story was meant to be a main focal point of this game. I remember when this game was first announced, like, I don't know, many E3s ago. The, 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 the creator basically had this idea when he was on a camping trip with his family, and he was just fiddling around with, like, his wife's yarn and created this little creature and had this idea of, like, family memories being tied together, like, through a string of memories. And so that's how kind of Unraveled happened. And I do agree, Liz, like, when you're playing through a level... It is very much just you're playing through a level and then you get to the end where it's like, oh yeah, by the way, this level was about this memory. It's not like, oh, as you're going through the memory, you're progressing and, and learning of a story. It's very much, here's the level, very at the, at the very end, here's your reward, a little snippet of the family story. Well, you get a photo in the middle of the run or, or maybe you get more than one, I don't really yeah, remember. Yeah, depending if you collect the buttons. But your character stops and there's slow-mo and you think that you're going to see a scene or something. You know, his head turns like very slowly and it's dramatic and then it's nothing. And so for me, it's like I really wish there was some kind of like animation. And same with like, they did such, like not to jump ahead, but they do such a good job in these like moments of like changing the music and stuff and like creating like this environment. And then it just like, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so for me, so, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> but I, I think they were supposed to convey like an emotion, like a trip to the beach or hunting oh, for your first time or something like that so they they didn't like you said they didn't tell a story per se but if you could relate to those times i think you could feel them through the environment a little bit i think it depends on the person because like andrew hates the sand so if there's a picture of andrew <laughs> at the beach people be like i've never been to the beach that's so magical and andrew's just like get me out of here <laughs> well it's kind of weird then that this game place takes this game takes place in a scandinavian like countryside in the middle of nowhere because i mean as most gamers, I don't think a lot of gamers can relate to that then because, you know, they got no internet there. Like, you know, there's not a lot of gamers in like the middle of nowhere, you know, Wait, hunting deer. You're saying countryside. I feel like most of what I saw was in the woods. It's like varies. I mean, there's like hiking along mountainsides and everything. I don't know. They take trips everywhere. Sorry. I, I, you want to be technical in the Scandinavian woods? <laughs> but I thought a lot of the places they went and the things they did could be reminded me at least of some of my family vacations and stuff that I've done, you know, back yeah. when I was a kid and I've done with my family now. So did you connect more with the story then? Um, to, to Liz's point, I didn't really feel it was a story. It was just certain, I thought the environments were amazing. I don't want to jump yeah. ahead too much to the graphics, but the, the environments and kind of the emotions between the music and what was going on and what you were seeing made you feel a certain way. Did it tell you something? I don't really feel it did, but it, it made you feel a certain way. 
But they made you want to know the story. Like, even right at the beginning, when she drops that yarn and, like, the story begins, I want... They got my interest. Well... And some games can't do that. I will say, they do give more of an interesting story as you get on in the game. I know, but they need to keep you going. Yes. So the very first couple levels very much are just, hey, these are happy memories. We went to the beach. We took a hike. You know, we saw a deer, blah, blah, blah. But as it gets on and you kind of learn about the family and them drifting apart, the countryside getting, you know, pillaged and, well, it's, it gets taken over by logging company and, you know, they start polluting the land. Like, it ends up starting developing this really interesting story. Well, I wouldn't say really interesting, but at least more interesting and not just, we went camping. Like, that was it. But, uh, I yeah, the story for overall for me didn't connect me. And I remember, yeah, when I played this, that was just kind of... I felt like that was kind of a miss. It, it felt like there was a maybe a hidden message in this game or a hidden story, but as far as I've seen, there isn't. But I think there's two main things of the game that I, in order to really like it, you need to excel in either the story or the gameplay. And so for me, it's like if you're not really going to progress with the story, uh, you got to progress with the gameplay. Man, so this game just missed everything for you. <laughs> so Liz, tell me, what did you hate about the gameplay? I just felt like I wasn't gaining abilities. I, it wasn't, there wasn't like a steady increase with difficulty. It was more like you'd get, I'd get to a point and I would just struggle with like one jump and it would just really irritate me. Honestly, <laughs> really no, irritating. it straight up pissed me off to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, like I didn't feel that progression and you're really doing the same things over and over again. And I, I'm not really good with puzzles. Um, I like seeing them played out though. Like I do enjoy puzzles. I just suck at them. And you love watching for the other most people part, solve them. what you love watching other people solve them. You feel like you're playing with them. Yeah. Hold your controller. <laughs> but I was surprised how like I most of it I got. Like there was every once in a while, like I would just like I would be bored with the game and I wouldn't want to do it anymore. And I'd be like, Andrew, what do I do? It's not that I couldn't figure it out. It's just I didn't want to take the time to do it. Yeah, you have the control like, to do a jump most of the time. Yeah, and like so, I, for me, like it, at that point, I just know like this game isn't for me. Like because if I was really interested in the story, you better believe I'd be figuring everything out, enjoying every minute of it, even if it was hard. And that just wasn't the case. That's a good point. I, I actually agree a lot with a lot of your points. I felt that yeah. the game was very relaxing, like you were saying, Andrew. Um, for most of it, but then the gameplay kind of bordered on frustrating a lot of times. And so that kind of definitely took away from the relaxing vibe that was happening in all other parts. So um, one of the things that stood out to me was like, you know, a lot of times the environment, it, it was very pretty and stuff, but you'd have to use objects in it that you didn't realize were supposed to be used That's in, my in the gameplay. Point. And so yeah. you'd, it's like, oh, this rock I'm actually move this isn't part of the background this is something i have to move and it you'd sit there and you'd like run into things that you didn't just because you're trying to figure out what to do yeah that's my biggest complaint so overall i'm a, a little against you guys i think the gameplay is good i didn't care that i wasn't getting a new ability so for me i found the puzzles to be just difficult enough but yes dave i fully agree with you that was my biggest complaint there was a, a few times i was stuck with a puzzle I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? Like, you know, you only have a couple abilities. You know, you have like a lasso. You can rappel down with your yarn. You can create bridges to like help push objects up. But that's kind of like basically it. You have very, just a handful of abilities. And yeah, there's a couple times where I'm like, I, what am I doing here? And then it's like, oh, in the corner here, there's a rock that I can push. 
well, that makes sense. So I do, I fully agree with you, Dave. I wish like there was, I don't know, they were either like, like highlighted or had a different color. Something to really kind of show that they were an interactive, like you could interact with this rock or a cardboard box or something. There were some things that they did do with like the branches would have a mossy green on them. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of the times it wasn't like that. And another thing that really irritated me was that you couldn't go back. And I understand like the replayability because they're kind of short, but I was in like a cave and it looked like there was two exits. And then, so I took one and I couldn't go back and there was no other way to go back. And that was around the time that that gerbil was trying to eat me, which I also didn't understand because like there was a scene where, I don't know if they're gnats or flies or mosquitoes, but they keep attacking you and it kind of stalls you. And so you're hitting them, they're right? mosquitoes because it's in the cheaper form. But there was a picture with a guy's hat that had like all the, the, the bugs on them. So I understood why that annoying thing was there, but the gerbil, it's like, was someone eaten by a gerbil on this camping trip? <laughs> and why why is it that I can't go back away from this gerbil? You know? Like, I don't understand the logic with it. And there's a couple things like that. Like This is a good theory, babe. I don't know. <laughs> These are the dark members of the family that they put, that they lost a family member to a gerbil. Or there's one level where crows are attacking you, so what, does someone get eaten by crows? I like or the crabs. Like drowning. Oh, the crabs, there you they, go. The punch Some, you? Someone in the family got crabs. I mean, come on. <laughs> and why can yarn get crushed to death? That doesn't make any sense. He has yarny bones. I don't, clearly, you know nothing about knitting. But see, for me, I, I did not mind the platforming. I know, Liz, you got frustrated with it, but you've always, I think, got frustrated with platformers. I just don't like when it's finicky. And I felt like sometimes, I also should note that my uh, right trigger is starting to get a little bit stuck. And so sometimes it like delayed release. Yeah, I think our daughter's uh, responsible for that. Yeah, so that was a little <laughs> frustrating. And then also having the mechanic where the yarn ends, I think that's silly. I like you the just, mechanic though. But you just have to go back and untie stuff. So for me, it was just like a nuisance because it's like I will eventually get there. It just maybe trying to make the game longer. I don't know. See, no, I like the mechanic. So obviously your creature made out of yarn and you have to leave a yarn trail and eventually you start to come unraveled yeah maybe that's where the game got its name but uh you have to get to these like checkpoints (laughs) and actually like gain more yarn so i actually like that mechanic because it's like hey you may have solved this puzzle but you didn't solve it the right way you got to backtrack a little bit and see how can you do this puzzle in shorter steps i thought it was a little like sometimes it's like an inch yeah you know it's not that you solved it incorrectly it's just you just need one inch yeah i didn't find the i didn't find that mechanic like so frustrating and annoying i thought it was just it was a nice little touch I wasn't angry at it. I just didn't get it. You were angry at a lot it. of things in this game. <laughs> well. I thought it was fine. I, I, I thought that was a, a fine mechanic as a whole. It wasn't, it was just I part just didn't of think it. it was necessary, I guess. I see what I liked about it though, is you're always attached to a yarn. So if you end up falling off a cliff, you always have the ability to grab onto your yarn and either repel or, or bring yourself up. So if you fall from a high area and you're like, crap, I'm stuck in this hole. You always have a way to go back up. So the gameplay doesn't really change then, Andrew? Not really. I mean, each level kind of has maybe small little mechanics to it. You know, you start to get into snow levels, so you have to deal with ice, breaking ice. Eventually, you go into, like, polluted areas, so you have to deal with kind of, like, toxic swamp type of things. The environments definitely get more difficult with the gameplay, but no, you don't get any kind of new abilities or anything like that. I know there was a couple moments where it added, like, some interesting things, like where you flew a kite, which... I will say was kind of annoying a little bit because they don't tell you that you're flying the kite. And I remember you started this scenario and you kept crashing into the tree right away. And you're like, how am I supposed to repel down? What am I supposed to do? And then yeah. I was like, oh, I think you actually fly the kite. 
And then that's when you learned you have to like dodge the tree. And then you attach to a plastic bag and you don't have to do anything. So it's like, I mean, make them all usable or like, I feel like they're just trying to be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this game has a very simple tutorial, but I thought the tutorial was good. I mean, you really don't need much. Yeah, there's literally like three buttons you use, which is also a nice feature because when you push pause, it keeps telling you what the buttons do. But yeah, I do think it's weird that they were like, oh, by the way, yeah, now you're flying this kite. Hope you learned. I also, I mean, some of the secrets were easy to find, but then I was surprised when I like missed one because I felt like I was getting pretty good at it. Yeah, I like that the collectibles were very minimal in this game. There's, there's five little buttons you find in each level. And... I thought they were like nice. They weren't too difficult to find, but they added like a nice little challenge. Some of them you just had to do a little kind of uh, backtracking a little bit and figure out how to like save your yarn to get. I hate having to backtrack. Like, so if I see something in the distance and I can't get to it, I hate knowing it, that it's there and I can't get to it because I'm like, well, what, what if I forget about it? I want to get it right now. So I, I kind of, that kind of bugged me, but that's just like a personal quirk, I guess. Did you guys get all the buttons on each level or just a few? I got all of them. I, I missed some in some levels. There was I know there's at least one that I got five out of five. And I was very proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like three on most levels, I think. I got, yeah, me too. I got three in a bunch. I got all of them. I can't remember if I did a walkthrough for them. I want to say I didn't. So I originally played this game, I think, probably in like 2018. I remember I played it actually when we first were dating. But... That, I, I, I we were first again. dating in 2018, though. I know. And you so were that's, like, Liz a couple would years love off. this game. Well, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, when did, we, when did we first start dating? 2015. You sure about that? No. <laughs> Every year seems like an eternity with you. I don't even know what year it is Ain't that now. the truth? What year is it? <laughs> no, Dave. Don't, you could put me in the doghouse here. It's also on my side, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so but i obviously replayed this game for this podcast because like oh yeah i need to revisit this so but I'm, i don't ever remember looking up getting a look up through, uh, a walkthrough through this game i don't ever remember looking up a walkthrough there we go i got to it eventually so i i didn't think the buttons were too hard because uh, they're generally relatively easy to see the challenge is generally kind of how do you get to them i looked up a walkthrough when i was really grumpy <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Did I need to? No. Yeah. You were like, I'm sick of this game. This game needs to learn to no, respect I my needed, time. No, I needed to go to bed. I did say that. <laughs> you did say that. I was so mad. Because, you know, it's the reason why I said that, like I said, have a save feature. Like, there, I, I do started, think that's odd. Yeah. And I started playing. If there's, like, a level that, like, it's taking you longer because there's that one jump that you can't do and, you know, your husband's at work and you're stuck doing it yourself. And you're like, crap, I need to go to bed. And then you're like, oh, wait, you can't. You have to redo this whole thing. <laughs> so that, that's why I said that. I, I was like, being dramatic. But I feel like redoing it isn't too hard because you at least solved those puzzles up to that point. So then as you're playing the game, you could be like, oh, I remember how to do this. I remember how to do this. But for you who just struggles with some of the platforming, it's, it still wouldn't be as easy. Yeah, because every once in a while, there's like th that one jump. I actually feel like I did get better as I went on. Um, I say the first couple, I really struggled with the the bounce feature so you would like tie uh two knots and create like a, a little a platform yeah a bridge and you could you know bounce off of it i really struggled that at the beginning and i feel like the um like last two chapters that i did i really didn't struggle with the platforming so i actually was pretty proud of myself that i, I got used to it but 
<laughs> Dude, did you ever end up having to restart a level? Did you ever notice that? No, I, I figured you did just based on just kind of, I guess, the context. So I always finished the levels, but I do agree that when they seem to go on for a little long sometimes, um, especially um, we have a newborn at home and it's, you know, you're trying to like get through things and being able to pause is nice, but kind of wanting it to end at some point was kind of a nuisance, I, I felt. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this is definitely something to be careful of. You know, if, if you're someone who can't just walk away from the game and turn it off, you might have to restart a level. If you have a Series X, the Series X does a really good job saving your game mid-progress. So if you at least have that, you you know could have advantage of it. But I do think it's really odd that they kind of had that, that they just didn't implement a mid-game save feature. Especially because they have the, the starting points if you die. That's why I was so irritated. Ir- that's why I was so irritated by it because they, they had something in place that could bring you back. So I just felt like they just didn't utilize it and I don't get it. Yeah, very weird. But I wanted to ask you guys though, what did you overall think of the levels? I kind of thought, I mean, they were very beautiful but indifferent, but they kind of had a samey feel for oh, yeah. the first couple chapters at least. Yeah. Or I don't even know what chapter I got to, but it was kind of samey because like, I mean, you're coming across things that are like wood and like, there's like a, uh, a swampy area. And I, honestly, like the, I, I can't tell them apart. I can agree, I guess, but I, I still felt they were unique enough. Um, for the most part, I thought they were really pretty. The graphics were really cool and the way they created the world were, was nice. Um, the enemies were good. Uh, and it's kind of appropriate, I felt, with each level. And that was about it. Um, I don't know. They were, it, was, it was good, and the music fit each level pretty well, too. Oh, yeah. The music in this game is definitely kind of like, does a really good job conveying the tone and the environment of the world. But, yeah, I agree with you, Liz. First, playing the first, like, three, four levels or so, they blend in. Like, they all blend in pretty badly. I didn't think it was still about the midway through the game, near the end, with the levels I thought got really interesting and cool. You start going to like a junkyard, then like a lumber mill, then it ends up being like a toxic swamp. And I felt like that's when the game was really kind of having these cool ideas. It was kind of having more fun. I just felt like the first couple levels were just like safe, like meant to be easy, bright, colorful. But I like that they went in and out of focus of certain things yeah. as well. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like everything is like panned out. And I, so for me, I, I definitely think that they kind of um, did really well with that. But uh, I wish I, that I had gone further. And this is like another thing that, that I said earlier, you know, how I wish there was something that kept me going. You yeah. know, maybe if they had all these cool different environments, I would have been a little bit more excited. At the beginning, I mean. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, the level, the game itself isn't too long. There's eight, nine levels. And the average runtime you're looking at to beat Unraveled, it's somewhere between like six and eight hours. If you're trying to go for all the collectibles, you're probably looking at like 12 hours. But it's not a very long game. So, like, as you're playing, like, I at least enjoyed that the levels didn't overstay their welcome. There wasn't any that was like so annoying that I'm like, oh, I just want this to end. For a noob, I will say that my hours are very different than that. <laughs> I didn't feel it went on that long, each one, but it, I, I, I kind of disagree that they overstayed their welcome. I, by the end of each level, I was like, all right, I'm done with this environment. Oh, really? Yeah. So did you, did you, so Dave, did it make you want to keep playing after you finished the level and you had that feeling? Were you excited for the next one? So, not really. So for me, when I was playing it, 
once I started, I was fine, and I kind of did want to finish each level and get through and see everything. But, like, when I was done, I'm like, even starting a new level, I did feel they were a little long. I was like, okay, do I really want to play? Like, when it came time to play or start something up again, I was never like, oh, man, this is, like, top of my list. This is what I want to get through. I remember that was my biggest issue, too, when I first played this. This game is really good at taking it in small doses. I think it does kind of help with it being, like, just a relaxing game. You know, you pop it in, you do a level, but yeah, by the end of it too, since you're not really getting new abilities, the story's not that great. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to burn through this game. Like, I'm going to play the eight hours right now and just start to finish this game. It always was like, yeah, that was fun. You know, I played a level. Uh, I'm going to try something else now. (laughs) So I felt like this game is like a really kind of nice, like, palate cleanser of, you know, you had a rough day at work, don't want to think, let's just play something simple right now. Boom, do a level. I can agree with that. But, yeah, I like how you said, though, Dave, of the music just does such a fantastic job kind of conveying the emotions of, like, the environment. I think the music is fantastic in this game. I loved this game's music. It's very much kind of like Ori, how Ori does it, where it's just, you know, there's obviously not a lot of dialogue. You have a voiceless character who just kind of blinks and stares around, like, aimlessly. But the music sets such a tone. And with, like, the beautiful scenery... Yeah, you definitely got to play this game. I, I would recommend with headset. Yeah, I feel like they definitely thought about it. Um, for, so for me, they like... They thought about the music? Well, no, the with don't. the game. No, with the game. Because <laughs> okay. there's sometimes that I play a, a game, and you guys know me, I'm like, I don't remember it. And so for me, like, it just kind of melds into the background. It's really not supposed to be a part of the game. And for me, I felt like the music was very much like an, uh, like an intricate part of the game. Could you guys imagine playing this game with no sound? Like, having it silent? No. Oh, I did. Did you really? I mean, sometimes I, I no didn't want to listen it. to it anymore. Really? Yeah, no, it, don't get me wrong. It is really beautiful. But, I mean, you're hearing it a lot. And I did like that, I, especially, like, certain parts of the photos. I always had it on low. But there were other times where it's like, you know, maybe I'll listen to a little bit of music. Oh, I would hate this game if there wasn't this music. I, know, I, I will say 99% of the time I had the music on. I actually but, see what Liz is saying because I, I I liked the music a lot. Like I've talked about it liking a lot, but I felt like the loops were kind of short, so they did tend to repeat a lot at, by the one, end of the level. Yeah, and there was one time I felt like the music did not fit at all. It got like really intense for no reason. All of a sudden, the I'm like just said, remembering it. What? The, yeah, the moment you were saying the beginning of the game of past when you were. Saying how it got like really intense and it was gonna do this moment and then it just went, Nope, never mind. Well, I was more thinking of like with the pictures, how they create this like emotional scene and then they don't give you anything. Uh, For me, I was just talking about like I'm just running through the woods and all of a sudden it gets really intense. I'm like, Am I about to be chased? It's kinda of like when the gerbil chases you, the music picks up, but there was nothing there. And so I don't know if it was like a mistake. Maybe like I, I don't know, but it, it did not fit where I was. <laughs> it was good though. Just, you know. See, I, I, I love this music. This is, like, honestly, music I feel like I could actually listen to on Spotify on the way to work. I think Keith have it would on love Spotify. it. I know. I feel like Keith overall would love this game because it's a platform yeah. with great music, and that's yeah. what Keith is all about. And no Dude, story. I went on vacation. Yeah, and no story. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a Do you think he'll listen to this? <laughs> no. He doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, I highly recommend the game that you wear a headset with this. Um, because even like the sound effects, I thought just worked really well. 
I guess Liz disagrees. I didn't disagree about the sound effects. No. Don't put words in my mouth. No, the music. I liked when you, like, there was a scene where you pulled the door off a car, and this is one of the scenes where you can be crushed to death, uh, but the logs start rolling. I mean, I, I do think the sound effects were good. It, I was think there was sound you got then. scared about something? Or the last game? I think it was the last game. What game did I play that I got scared? I can't, there was a moment you, like, legitimately, like, screamed and you got startled. What, what game did we play last week? Tom Across, wasn't it? No, oh, was probably it was. Game? No, I felt like there was logs that moved and it scared you. <laughs> oh, maybe. Your and memory like, is getting as bad as mine. I know. <laughs> it's kind of scary. I could have swore you screamed out loud. Probably. Man, so are we on to achievements now? Yeah. This is a short episode. It's a short but game, I though. Mean, I they didn't really have a story. They didn't really have much gameplay. I mean, <laughs> we, you're not given as much. Uh, well, I apologize, people, that this episode will probably be a little bit short. But getting into achievements... Overall, I recommend this game for Achievement Hunters. This is not a very long game. Like I said, it's between like six and eight hours. And a lot of the achievements are pretty basic. It's very much just kind of collecting buttons, finishing the level. Uh, every once in a while, you have a couple interesting ones. There's a snow level, and you have to go around and break every single ice on your way to the mailbox. But it wasn't anything too hard. It's not like, ooh, there's a little puddle you missed in this random corner. So actually, I thought the achievements were kind of fun. There was one about getting um, a secret in a maze. Yep. I got that one. I didn't look it up. It just popped up, and I was like, yes, I got an achievement. I didn't really notice them. There's one where you beat every level without dying. I felt like that was probably the hardest one, but once you go through every level, I feel like it's easy to replay them and not die. So every achievement I found to be very obtainable. You keep saying like the hours it takes, and it makes me <laughs> look bad. I really did put that amount of time into it, okay, guys? I... I just suck at platforming. So you're like, oh, the game should be done in like six to eight hours. It's like, listen, I put my time in this week. <laughs> I'm getting very defensive. Yes, you are. Because I know I suck. <laughs> I encourage you to stop playing it. You were getting so angry. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, a couple, a couple F-bombs. <laughs> so Dave, your kids enjoyed watching you play this game? Yeah, my, my kids... Um... Especially uh, my daughter, Mia, really liked it. She felt that she, she kept, oh, when are you going to play the yarn game, Dad? And so <laughs> I don't know if it was just because my wife mentioned that it was creepy, that she was, like, drawn to it or what, but um, I think it was just bright. She loves villains, right? Say that again? That is... Mia loves villains, is, doesn't she? She generally does, so maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Wait, wait why, did, um, why did Amber find it creepy? I think it's so cute. I don't know. She, she, she said it was creepy. She said that, that, she's like, is that a ball of yarn? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, it's moving? And she's like, um, that's creepy. I'm like, okay. Does she find Toy Story creepy? No, she loves Toy Story. Oh. I feel like if, yeah, if this real thing was moving, I find, find it creepy. But I feel like in the game, it's adorable. In fact, you can actually buy this, I think, in an EA store. You can actually buy a little Yarny doll. That's when we have to buy her for Christmas. Yeah, buy her for Christmas. There you go. <laughs> Surprise her with it. I'm trying to think what villains I like. She likes Disney talk. villains. All villains, really. She, she, she's just likes villains. That's her thing. She really likes Thanos' ideas of killing off half the population. <laughs> yep, basically. Finds them more relatable. Uh, all right, so getting into our final thoughts. Uh, I'll go first. 
No, no, actually, I want Liz to go first. Okay. She's very passionate about this game. <laughs> I really want to hear her thoughts. Are you going to forget my segment this week if I do? No, I, I promise I will not forget your segment, Liz. I mean, you can if you want to. It's just, you know, there's a reason that I go last. But Dave is our guest. Okay, Dave, go first. Okay. That'd be so rude of me if I just took, took that from him. <laughs> um, overall, I liked this game. I felt it was, you know, it was a game, something that people should play. I think it's good to play... I was saying around young kids or anyone can really watch it and enjoy it because the environment's are good. So it might be fun to watch someone play. Unless um, you find them creepy. Yeah, or creepy. But <laughs> um, gameplay is, is, I think, its weakest point and uh, can be frustrating for some people. But um, as a whole, it was it was a pretty good game. I give it a 7.5. All right. Yeah. So for me, I, yeah, I played Unravel a couple of years back. I think I got it for Games Are Cold. And... I remember I had the same issues as a lot of you guys are describing of, I had fun with it. You play a level, but after a while I was like, you know, this isn't a game I just want to power through. It's not like Ori. In Ori, you know, you're getting new abilities. You want to keep going. You want to find the next boss. This is just a very kind of simple puzzle game, you know, really light platforming. So I found it really relaxing. The music I loved. I love the environments. So if you are having a very stressful day at work and you just want to drink a beer and just relax, Unless you're underage, please don't drink a beer. This is, I think, a perfect game. This is just... you. I, I didn't think the puzzles really made me think too hard. And they didn't make me like get so frustrated. I had to look up or I quit and then oh, I have to get back all the way to that puzzle because it didn't say mid-game. It's just like a nice palate cleanser. But it's not for everyone. I fully agree with that. So for me, I think I'm just going to give it an 80. Just a solid 80. I really struggle with a score for this because <laughs> it is so beautiful. The music is great. Like it, they just really created emotion and environment. I loved the the yarn guy, and but I feel like the fundamentals were what were lacking. And I, right when I started playing this game, I said, "Andrew, is this going to be a sad one? This seems like it's going to be a sad one." And I really thought that I was going to be like riveted by the story. And so I just like felt so let down. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to give this 68 and I feel bad, but I just, for me, the fundamentals, story and gameplay. And so, I mean, if I feel like they did everything else well, um, exceptional, I don't know why I said well, but for me, I was just, I think I'm like too let down to, I also like, I just, I understand I was grumpy when I played it, but like, I also feel like. If I wasn't grumpy, I would well, it's feel not the just same you because Dave also agrees with you, so it's not just yeah. You. And then looking at Metacritic, um, seventy-five and eight point one. Oh, so Dave is the closest. Well, it's weird because I saw a lot of like uh, between like five and sevens. I feel like was was the most. So uh, a critic who gave it a fifty. I really like this review. Uh, not because it's negative, but because I kind of agree with it. <laughs> not because it's a 50. Oh, my gosh. Unravel is an ode to cherished memories, but it doesn't create any of its own. It is gorgeous to look at and listen to, but it's repetitive, sometimes laborious and frustrating. Puzzles undermine the game's relaxed tone without offering much in the way of a challenge. And then someone who gave it a six was a little sassy. And he said... This is you? No. I didn't give it a six. You just you, you weren't listening. Someone who gave a six said, "Yarny, more like yawny." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he said it like I was in the valley. 
this is why I picked our game. And then, um, so I'm gonna give it a five. What a beautiful and boring game. <laughs> I was like, woo! <laughs> Do you know what's weird? A um, little bit of a side thing. So some people say laborious, and I've heard people say laborious. Is that like a, a dialect thing? I think so. Because I've heard I've it both multiple times. Like it's spelt, it has an I in it. I've always heard laborious. The critic spelt it with an I. And I was like, oh, was this one of the dialect things? I've never thought about that. I've heard it both ways too. And is it spelled differently? Because like I said, this is an I, but I've heard it both ways. So then I'm like, you know how some people spell color with a U? Yeah, European. That's I European, sound real yeah. dumb right now, but I, I genuinely <laughs> hear both. But I've also lived in the North and the South, so. I don't know. I can't answer this question. Guys, how do you how do you guys say it? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> but I, I want to ask you guys, though. So there is an Unravel 2, which actually has co-op. So one person plays a red Yarny and a blue Yarny. Are you guys at all interested in trying it? I'd possibly try to do it with my wife. I think she may enjoy it. So she's usually kind of my casual gamer. And so I would probably try a level or two and see if she liked it. But yeah. What about you, babe? See, like, if my immediate thought is, like, we never went back to that game that we're playing where, like... Where it takes two. Yeah, it takes two. <laughs> and I love that multiplayer game. And I'm, like, so I immediately thought of that, and I was like, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as good. This is just like, hypothetical. Like, not saying we've got to do this right now. I would try it for you. <laughs> but so, no, I would. Asking, I would try playing it. this game... It doesn't make me want to, but I okay. would. Okay. Like, I, I'm not going to be pumped about it. <laughs> Maybe give me, like, a glass of wine, some pizza. Really bored no. one night. What? <laughs> really bored one night. <laughs> See, I, I would actually be very excited to play in Rebel 2. It's actually been on my list because I enjoyed this game, and I thought, you know, adding a second player would have a lot of fun aspects of the co-op and for the puzzles. So I'm actually excited for the sequel. Is there a I game you compare now. this to? Because I was thinking about that. I know you kept saying Ori. I loved Ori, and the gameplay in Ori is amazing. But yeah, well, so I, I, find, I find it hard to compare it to Ori, though. Yeah. If I compared it to any sort of other game, it would be Braid. Okay. I Which Braid, Braid, you know, was a 2D platformer, and that game dealt with a lot of kind of time travel. If you moved forward, time went forward. But if you ever stepped backwards, it would rewind time. But that was a very difficult puzzler. But that's the best way I'd kind of describe it. But even then, Braid had some combat in it as well. I, As far as I can think right now, I'm sure I can think of another game. But yeah, that'd be the closest I can think of is something like Braid. Yeah, it's hard for me to describe to someone like, hey, you liked this game, you should like uh, Unraveled. But uh, Limbo. Limbo. There we go, I thought of another one. Limbo or um, Inside. They're both from the same studio. But those two are both kind of like a story puzzle platforming game yeah i don't know if i agree with that but okay (laughs) (laughs) i thought their tones were so very different oh the tones are very different like because both limbo and inside are very dark especially when you kind of get into some of the stories of them yeah so unravel i would say is like the g version of them okay you know suitable for all ages okay i can see that but anyway, I think we're going to wrap it up here. So thank you all so much for joining us. And thank you, Dave, for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. I, I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0952. You can also find us on Facebook at Game Pass Grabback and on Twitter, GBGBPod. If you have a game suggestion, we'd love to hear it. We're at GamePassGrabback at gmail.com. Dave, do you want to plug anything? Or say nonsensical things like Keith? 
Uh, I don't have any nonsensical things to say like Keith, so Keith will be back next week, hopefully. Maybe. Uh, maybe. We'll think about it. <laughs> Sounds ominous. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Liz the Noob, Gamertag, coming on Dean. I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob. Noob is EW. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.